Morning, Rabbi Isai. Welcome back. Here we are. Middle of Hilchus, Muktza. Okay, so today we're starting a brand new sugya. Uh, the brand new sugya that we're starting by Ezra Hashem today is the sugya of Klisha Malachtoi Leheta. Klisha Malachtoi Leheta is a major shaila. Whether it was Nichlal Bichlal in the Gezeira of Muktza or has no shaykhus to Muktza. That's really the shaila. Okay? It's subject to Machlikis Rishonim, believe it or not. Whether or not there is even a Gezeira on a Klisha Malachtoi Leheta. Okay? Rashi. In Shabbos Kufchov Daladomid Base, which is also the sheet of the Ran and the Ra'ah and others that hold it was not Nikhlan and Xaira. There's no Xaira. Right? Uh, just to give you one example, a table. There, oh, good morning. There is no Isabakhalal on moving a table for any purpose whatsoever, for any reason whatsoever. It wasn't included in Muktza. It's no Shaykh as the Muktza. And therefore it's okay. That's how Rashi learns. The Rambam, however, in Shabbos Perikhovei, Halacha Gimel. And the Ramban, the Smag, the Ritva, the Magid Mishnah, the Meiri, come over, come over, we show him. Oh, not like Rashi. And although, as we mentioned, if you remember the beginning of Muktzah, we discussed the Gzair of Nehemiah, how it all developed. So the way that the Ramban and all those other Rishonim, the Ramban and the Ritva and the Meiri, the way they learn Pshat is that no, 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 of course it's included in the Gzair. It just happens to be more mekel, that's all. It's, it's part of mukta, but it's more mekel, okay? If you want to go into the lambdas, which I'm not going to go into, but just to give you like a little tip on the surface, Rashi obviously holds that the reason over here of mukta is because of the rivet. In other words, he was worried about Hoytzah. That's the rivet's reason of mukta. If that's the case, Rashi obviously learns that when you metalta a klisha malachta leheta stam for no purpose, that's a misasik. A misasik, there's no reason for a person to be gozer because of itzah. Masha'en kein, the Rambam. The Rambam obviously lishitosai, because the Rambam holds one of the isurim is lamanya nuach, you should relax, don't do malacha, don't do anything asa. The melev a klisha malachta leheta, it's still going to be problematic. The melev it's asa. Not sure if everybody got that, but that would be a machlokes rishon in pshat and why they hold what they hold. Shemin, you with me? Beautiful, excellent. Okay, so that being said, that being said, we pass in a ma'aser like Rava in the Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Chavdalad where the Gemara says like this: Shitas Rava that a klisha malachta leheta is allowed to be moved letzorich kufai, letzorich makaymai, and mechama letzel. That means I can move it for its own sake. Right? If there's a shtender outside and it's starting to rain and I want to bring it inside because, you know, I don't want it to get wet, so I'm allowed to do that. Even though if it would have been a klisha malach to the issa, that would have been forbidden. But here I'm allowed to do it for its own purpose without any problem whatsoever. Okay? Because there is a tzorech. And that's how the Shulchanach la'aloch and ha'maisa in Shinches Sivdalit Paskins that a klisha malach to lehetum ha'chamal itzel is muta. However, shaloy l'tzorech klal is also. Now that's a very interesting thing that most people don't know in Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch writes, again, Shin Ches Sif Dalet, look it up. That Shaloi L'Tzorech Klal, English, translation, art scroll, for no purpose whatsoever, it is forbidden to move a Kli Shemalach Toy Leheta. Shloim, is that clear? Okay, that's a very important thing. That means Shaloi L'Tzorech is going to be Asa. What's a Kli Shemalach Toy Leheta? Just to give you some examples. Plates, cups, forks, tables, standers, chairs. They're all mutter to move. But the Shulchan Aruch says, Shaloi L'Tzorech Klal is Asa. Did anybody know this? 
that to move a chair for no purpose whatsoever is absolutely forbidden. It's also not out. What is that? Really? Well, that's a high madriga. Daniel, that's a high madriga. Everything you're doing is for a purpose. Yeah, Not everyone's living on that madriga. You just want to like, lean your arm on the chair. You have to move uh, lean- oh, so that's a chair. I want to lean on it. That's okay. Daniel's saying a gewaldige zach, and Betsim, he's right. Everything we do has a purpose. Is there anything that you do in your life that doesn't have a purpose for the Rabbani Shalom and for Avodah Hashem? My father, there is. When you eat, it's for Avodah Hashem. When you sleep, it's for Avodah Hashem. Whatever you do is with it. Daniel, who does something? What type of human being are we dealing with over here? That does something for nothing. Dovi, you with me? Mask him? You mask him, Tim? Mori, you mask him, Tim? You mask him. Whatever you do is a chayver. So what was the Shulchanak talking about? Who is he talking to? The Heidegger Tzvassaruv? Who is he talking to? Shaloy Klau? You have to look into you have to know. That's what it means. Okay, so let me give you a few examples, okay? Let me give you some. Row a chair? No, that's a tzarech, no? The Gemara says that if you're angry and you rip your clothing, so you calm your anger down, that could be it's okay. Stump, throw a chair. For no reason whatsoever. Is there a normal human being in the world that throws a chair for nothing? I have never met anyone. Not in this yeshiva. Anyway. Okay, I'm, I'm editing that one. Anyway, so let me give you some examples. Okay, let me give you some examples. Okay, such an exciting sugger. So beautiful. Okay, so the Aruch Hashulchan says, <clears throat> the Aruch Hashulchan says, what if I enjoy moving it? I enjoy it. I don't need to. I happen to enjoy moving the standar. I enjoy it. What do, you, what do you want from me? Not everyone's perfect in life. I enjoy moving the shtender. Is that a problem? So Hashulchan says, by a klisha malachto le'issa, that would not be considered to be good enough, but for its klisha malachto le'heta, that is good enough. And therefore, says the Yorach Hashulchan, the Heiliger Yorach Hashulchan, that if a person enjoys, for example, you're sitting in a meal, and the guy gives a speech, right? Now, I was once, I was once by a meal, it happened to be one of my own meals, and I invited a couple of Hoshva Bochum, and I asked the Bacha for a Dvatoya, and he smiled, said, sure. 45 minutes later, he finished. Okay, it was Mordic, 45 minutes. I even stopped him in the middle, I said, maybe, I don't know, maybe we should, like, serve the next course or something. So he quoted me, he quoted me, Alocha, that you're not allowed to muzzle a cow, right, in the middle of it eating, because it's enjoying itself. And therefore, you cannot muzzle him in the middle of saying it, Dvatoya. Okay, that's what he said to me. Where is he today? Good question. Anyway, the question is like this. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Archashogan says that's considered to be good enough, and that's a Tzoyer Gufa, okay? They bring down from the Heiligach Samsoifa. The Heiligach Samsoifa would be careful during the whole week never to move something Shaloyle Tzoyer, or to he might forget on Shabbos and move it Shaloyle Tzoyer, even if it's a Klisha Malach Tolaheta. Unbelievable Heiligach Samsoifa. So according to the Ochoa Shulchan, if you enjoy it, it's mutter. So if you enjoy, you know, you have these people at the speech, they're busy with their cups. They're up, down, and they're twiddling it around, and this one, the fork, and the knife. You know, those people, that's why I always know when to stop speaking, when everyone starts fidgeting, and everyone starts moving the chairs, the benches start moving, and everyone's got a little bit of ADHD, and was moving around, right? That's when you have to know to stop speaking, okay? So, 
Shalala, if you enjoy if you enjoy it, then it's okay. That's called the Tsayrach. Comes along with Nisan Karelitz. By the way, you should know the Svadim of Ay Mahmadim. When Nisan Karelitz says, What does it mean, Shalala Tsayrach? He says, People play with things that are in front of them. Says from Nisan Karelit Zatzal, that is not called Lutzayrach and it is Asa. It's forbidden. That's not a Tsayrach. What Tsayrach do you have? Stump to move something in front of you. Maybe he wasn't going on the same get as Dura Hashokha that you enjoy it, but it's stump moving it. Someone's speaking, you move a knife. Contribution Karelit, that is Asa. Again, it's not even, you don't have to come on to Rubens and Karelit. It's a Shokhanov. The Shokhanov says, Shalai Lutzayrach Klal is Asa. Okay, Siv Dalit and Shinchas. Look it up. Okay. Um, they asked Rabchaim Kenevsky, and Rabchaim Kenevsky they asked him this kasha. What if you know? I'm moving some playing with a fork in front of me during the meal. Rabchaim Kenevsky said it's okay. That's considered to be a tzoyuch. And not only that, the highly good debits in the Rabban Bemoisha Chelikar the Seven Chov Gimel, the Aznidbun Chelikar the Seven Ayin Tes. Paskins that if you mess around with something, you're playing with it during the meal. That is a tzoyuch, and it's Motochacham Ovadia in Yabia Oimer. Paskins that it's Osa. So the Svadim happened to be quite machmene, I guess because the Shulchan Aruch says very clearly that Shalad Tzorach is Asa, and therefore the Svadim have to be a little bit more machme. But the Maisa, according to most Ashkenazim, that if you enjoy moving it, there's definitely a mockim to be makal. Now, that being said, okay, that being said, okay, that um, the question is, are there any exceptions to the rule? Okay, uh, is there anything that is an exception to this rule that does not fit this rule that will be mutter in every circumstances? So there are various exceptions. Exception number one is food. Okay, because food is a very important thing in Yiddishkeit. Asamei, remember this? Food is a very important thing in Yiddishkeit. Everything's always done with food or alcohol. Everything's done with alcohol or food in Yiddishkeit. A cup of wine for Abdullah, a cup of wine for Kiddush, a cup of wine for Lachaim. You want to eat Mazonis with the Rebbe, right? We learned that, Shimon. You have to have, you have, to have Lachaim. That's how it works, right? Fish in between the fish and the meat. The oilim are very makbit. Have a double chorif in between the fish and the meat. There shouldn't be any remnants of fish and meat because they're normally over on your day. Some kufta zayim piece of base when you're not allowed to have fish and meat together. So therefore, people are makbit on things. They're clearly saw. We don't ask catches on clearly saw. Okay. Now, food is the exception. Aaron, you listening? Food is always mutter because food is food, and therefore even shalolit soyich, you're always allowed to touch food. There's no problem with moving food whatsoever. It's absolutely fine, with the exception. Haha, <laughs> you thought you got away with it. With the exception of what, Naftali? Sushi. Okay. Ooh. Okay, you entered a big sugya. That's Sipmem Gimel. We'll get there. We're getting there. We're getting there. But before we get to sushi, what's one of the exceptions? Cooking. Um, animal food. Frozen. Animal food. It's food for an animal. Yeah, but So one second, it's, it's allowed to be touched to feed the animal, right? If what? I'm not even gonna. Don't get me started. Okay. So when it comes to animal food, animal food obviously to feed an animal is mutter, right? Because you're allowed to feed, and not only you're allowed, you have to feed an animal before you. So if the Mazonas are if you have to feed the animal, then obviously you're allowed to touch food. But stump to touch animal food is going to be problematic. What about food that's muksa? What food's muksa? What food is asa? Who? Okay, treif. Okay, I hear. Who? Raw food, maybe. We'll get to raw food. We'll talk about raw food as a different status. Food that's asa. For example, orla. Right? Or, in this country? 
Avada it is. If you buy, what do you mean? If you go to a bad hersha because it's got Hebrew writing and there happens to be a guy in the restaurant that has a beard and therefore you think you can eat there, that, that could very likely, if it's fruit, be orla. Got to be very careful. Bad hersha, got to be very, very careful. Um, tebel, Sfichin. Oh, Sfichin. Now we're talking, right? What's Sfichin? I was like nodding. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Yes. You know those guys who asked them a sugya. Oh, there's a famous Reb Chaim on that. Yeah, what does he say? What? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Kisvei Kodesh, by the way, are not included. Right? Any sparim, all of these things. Right? You are. There's no problem with touching sparim on Shabbat. It's fine. It's fine. Or Kisvei Kodesh, Megillas, all of these things are not problematic. What about tefillin? You come to be sledge, so somebody left their tefillin from Shachris in the morning. And they left their tefillin on the table, and now it's after Shkia. Now it's more. Is it Mokta? Is it what is the din of tefillin? Sorech Makoyme, you mean that it's a Klisha Malachtal Issa then? Yeah, no. Is it? It's a Issa. What Issa does it do? Why are they Mokta? So let me tell you. Okay, so this is the sugi. Here it is, Aaron. Okay, the Heiliger Tzvasaruv in the Heiliger Beis Yosef brings down over here in Sivdalad. Our sugi. He brings down that tefillin is a klisha malachta leheta. Right, it's like a table, it's like a stander, it's like a chair. Why? Because it's mutter to put it on. As I stated in Beis Yosef, it's mutter to put it on. You're just not chayiv to put it on. You're not obligated to put it on because it doesn't require an ice. Shabbos is an ice. Tefillin is an ice. I don't need an ice on Shabbos because I already have the ice. As I state in. The base Yosef. Not only is it there as well, Toshus in Beit Sitezvav also brings down the same thing, the Trumas Adeshen. Also, as well. However, don't need just yet. The Taz brings down the Heiliger Rib Shimon. Shimon Bayachai in the Zoya Kaddish. For the people that go to Beiran, I'm talking to. So, Rib Shimon Bayachai in the Zoya brings down the Taz, brings it la And by the way, the Shulchanah passing this way, Nechos Fen and Simon Shem Lamad Aleph, that what? Says the Zoya, which is Paskin again in Shulchanah and the Taz as well, that now it's Osa to wet Tfilin on Shabbos. It's Osa. Osa to wet Tfilin on Shabbos because Tfilin has an ice. And therefore, it's going to be also. And the, 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 the Balatanya passes this way, the Ayurabba passes this way, the Tesla Shabbos passes this way. The Maisa. What's that? The Aligas Fasaruf. You go with him. He passes that way, that is also. The Ramah says that Tfilin can be moved with Tsayrich. The Taz and the Wagan of Om are Chaylik on the Ramah. And they say that a Tfilin is a din of a Klishim Lakhtali Issa. And the Mishtabura is Machme. And says that what? It's a Klishim Lakhtali Issa. Which means you can only move it with Tsayrich Kufa Makoyma. It means if it's in my place and there's no other place, then I should move it. Otherwise, there's no real reason to move it. However, the Mishtabura says that Issa Tsayrich. If you've got a situation, then you can be makel, and for any tzorich, you can be makel. For example, if it's in the sun, very dangerous for tzorich to be in the sun. It could ruin the parchments. got to be very, very careful. So if you see tzorich in the sun, and you want to help someone who's in the window, and the sun is beating down on the window, you've got to take it away. Even though I don't need the mokhaim, but there's a tzorich, the Mishapura says, le'isa tzorich, you can definitely be makel. The question is, nowadays, our tzorich is very, very expensive. And you can have tzorich, and that costs an absolute fortune. Maybe it's a dinner, mokhtamach, maschasorinkis. Because automatically nobody wants, don't touch my tefillin. 
You can wear my tefillin. I'm like, you want to wear my tefillin? No problem. But don't use my tefillin for something like, I don't know, making lines and swarim to you know, underline a certain good thing. Right? You don't do that. So therefore, maybe it's a muqsamach and swarim kiss nowadays because it's more expensive. So they asked this question to Rebbe Yashiv, is that so? And Rebbe Yashiv paskin Allah and Maisa. And he said, no. He said, what, you think in times of Chazal it wasn't expensive? It was very, very hard to come by getting tefillin. And yet they still said it's a klinish malach to Issa. So Allah and Maisa, tefillin is going to be a klinish malach to Issa, and therefore should not be moved unless it's so gufo and makaymoy or mechamal itself if there's a isa tzorik as the Mishnah Baskins. What's that? First of all, are you allowed to keep something in the tefillin bag and use it during the week? That's another shayla. No, a separate bag. Um, oh, a separate bag within the tefillin bag. One second, again. The tefillin bag, and then you've got a plastic bag over it? Yeah. And you put yes. something in there? Yeah. No, that's yes. something else. That's what you mean, miyuchot. Oh, it's a clean... Right, can you put... You're talking about on Shabbos. Right, so this is a game for a person, for example, that needs his talis from his talis and tefillin, for example. Right, because he hasn't got his Shabbos talis with him, and he wants to take it out. So obviously, if you're without moving it, it's for sure okay. Right, just unzip it and move it out. That's for sure okay. Um, even if he has to move it, so that would be, I guess, moving it the tzorich of not for the tefillin, but for a permitted tzorich, and that would be okay. Just Agar, by the way, we never talked about this, but I wanted to talk about this before we move on, which we can't move on right now. We're already late. We're going to have to do this tomorrow, and that is the sugya of smartphones. We didn't discuss it, right? We didn't discuss the nafkamina between different phones. It's nothing. It's it's very nagaya when you've got phones on your. Let's say you left a phone on your pillow, or you left it on the table. Am I allowed to move it, right? So obviously we haven't yet discussed bosses. Bosses will tell us the halacha of the thing that's holding up the muktza. That we'll get to, but as a Hashem. But now we're talking about the muktza itself. What does it have? So I always normally tell people that there's enough nafkamina between. Between a smartphone and a dumb phone. No, that's not the reason. The reason is very simple. What is a smartphone? A smartphone, can see how I understand it, how you die, well, you are very, very expensive. They're not like a hundred shekel. They're like eight, nine hundred dollars, right? How much is it? If you want to buy right now a brand new smartphone, how much is it? The eight plus, nine plus. Oh, that's the twelve, really? Sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. $1,700. And there are normal human beings that spend that money on phones. Shem Yerachim. Hashem Yerachim. I'm going to get in big trouble, by the way. Turn time. I'm going to get in big trouble for this. I'm going to get in big trouble for this. Anyway, the point is like this. Most smartphones are expensive. Not only the expense of your MacBook on there, don't smash the screen. And then you have Brockham that seem to have like a phobia of don't, don't touch my phone. Don't, don't, don't touch my phone. But they might, no, they do not do that on a kosher phone. Guaranteed. Okay? Shimon's masking. If that's true, then most of smartphones that we have are a muktzamach maschasorinkis because you're makbid that no one does something with it other than its intended purpose. Masha'in Kane, you have a kosher phone. You have a kosher dumb phone that just makes phone calls. Aaron, you mind with me? Do you mind if your three year old niece chews on it? I don't think you mind too much. She's, she's crying. Give her the phone to chew on it. It's okay. Right? So, would you give it the smartphone? Oh, no way. Mimela. A regular, normal, expensive smartphone that you makbun on is a muktzamachmas chosorik kiss, and therefore you cannot move it so gufa makaymai. Whereas a regular dumb phone would be a, a klisha malaktal isa, which means you pick it up and move it if it's in your way or something similar to that. Now, Rabbi Shabbat is Hashem. There is a ton more that we have to do. But the next sugya is a huge sugya. It's the sugya of muktzamachmas gufai. There are so many, so many practical applications, sushi, for example, we've got broken kalim, all sorts of interesting things that come into this category. You open up a wrapper of a candy or of a packet of potato chips, crisps, 
Do you have to immediately chuck it away? Do you have to hold on to it? Does it become mukta? There's a lot of things where boys say, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we shall start the sugya. Have a wonderful Gavaldika day.